everybody. Welcome back to another week of Women to Watch. My name is Susan Rocco, and this week I'm bringing you my show from the beautiful studios of WWDB AM Talk 860 in Bala Kinwood, and I'm thrilled to be here. I'm excited to continue to bring the stories of women from Philadelphia and across the country who are doing some wonderful things. With me in the studio today uh, is a woman who came all the way from Dallas to be with us, so I'm very appreciative of that. And her name is Kim Griffith, and she is founder of Parent Empowerment and creator of The Wave, which is a four-step formula that helps with the challenges of parenting. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Susan. It's great to be here. Um, I want to start right with your background, and we've had a couple conversations by phone and, and this morning as well, um, but there's a lot that I don't know about you, and I'm excited to hear about your background and some of the things that happened uh, in your life as you were growing up. So why don't we start with, with where that was? Where okay. did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in Mesquite, Texas, home of the rodeo, right outside of Dallas, Texas, and um, definitely... Uh, interesting childhood. It's def- you know I'll share my story with you, and it's what got me doing what I am today, and what I'm passionate about today, empowering parents to really connect with their kids. Great, that's great. Um, tell me, so uh, starting out as a youngster, tell me about your elementary school years. Where did you go to school? Uh, I went to Shan's Elementary School in Mesquite, mm-hmm. and um, but I'll I'll share my I'll share a story with you that can just really share. It expresses where I came from and what I'm how I'm what I'm doing today. Okay. Yeah, go um, ahead. When I was 10, I was I found myself sitting in the driveway and sitting on my suitcase, my beat up brown suitcase and watching my mom drive away and after begging her not to go and uh, I was I was sitting there and I felt all of this pain and I was like I immediately knew I had to have a part of me come online. I could, I remember it so vividly. A part of me came online that said, I don't need, I don't need anyone anymore. And so it was, it was uh, the beginning of when I stopped really loving life and loving people. And it, and I picked up my suitcase, walked in my dad's house and, and I kind of put this armor on and it said, I don't need anybody anymore. And just walk, you know, kind of was a different person from that day forward until 25 years later, until I had my daughter, and everything started changing. Tell me, what was going on at that time? You were 10 years old, and, and your mom was driving away. What was what was going on? Um, you know, she, she, my parents had gotten divorced, and she could not, she just didn't have the school t- skills or tools to be able to, uh, you know, handle as four girls, I had three sisters. Okay, and so she made a decision that I would go live with my father, who was, you know, was not a good environment. He was abusive, and an alcoholic, and you know, she just le- left me in the driveway. She was like, "You're going to be okay," and just wow, dropped me off. And, wow, and it it was a huge turning point for me, and I think it was the catalyst for what I am doing today, and and empowering parents, and especially moms, right to be able to work through their challenges, personal challenges, so they can communicate and be connected and confident with their kids. Right. Now, were, are you the youngest of the four? Yes. You are. Mm-hmm. And um, 
that was the day. Is that the last day that you saw your mother? Um, I no, I saw her again, but not for a while. Okay, for sure. And it was, um, it it, you know, we we didn't have a great relationship. Okay, until later when I started um, being pulled to get my education in psychology. Um, but I'll tell you a quick little story that was. Uh, kind of shows this drive I had to be a better person, you know, to kind of move myself in a higher direction is, uh, you know, I quit high school because I had to get out of my environment that I was in. And so I quit high school and I put, and at the time, I, I at this time when I was 14, I, I, I was 15, I guess. And I put, I was living with my mom again at that point. Okay. And I put my, my mom's dress on and I quit high school, put my mom's dress on, and went downtown and started looking for a job. And you, wow. <laughs> you know, it seems to me you were um, a very independent thinker at a young age, because if at 10 years old, you said to yourself, you know, I, I don't need anybody as you're watching your mom drive away. I think that's a huge thing for a young girl to be saying to herself, rather than just reacting to the situation mm-hmm. and what's going on. Where did that come from? You know, I think this is what I teach my clients too now. I, I think that it's a real natural thing when you are put in a situation of survival mode. And there's a part of us that can come online to help us survive. And mine was, um, I don't need anyone. And it, that was a gift actually in that moment for that part of me to come online. It helped me survive in a really tough environment. Yes. And so... <laughs> You know, it, it it was only when I had my daughter that that part of me that came online needed to kind of step aside for me to be the kind of parent I really wanted to be. Tell me what you, you're you're saying. Um, coming online, coming online. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm assuming it doesn't mean online on as we all know online. Right. We spend a lot of our time there. It, it's it, it just I developed a part, um, a belief in that moment that surrounds, I mean, it creates my beliefs. It creates um, my, you know, it, it affects my relationships. It's a, it's a part of me that I developed in that moment to survive. Is there a spiritual aspect to that belief? Um, what do you mean? Well, is there um, a, a lot of what you do in, is teaching parents. It's not necessarily just for parents, but that's your specific area. Um, how to really get through tough situations. And for a lot of people, that is often looking to a higher place. And I wonder if that's a part of your own belief. Um, I know it's not necessarily a part of what you teach, but for you personally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, parent empowerment is um, about learning to take self-responsibility for your thoughts, feelings, and actions, and instead of blaming or looking at somebody else saying, you're making me feel this way, or um, you're doing this to me, right? Mm-hmm. It's about becoming self-aware enough to look at these parts that come, you know, that that we develop, and these beliefs that we develop, and take kind of being curious about them, instead of judging them, or, you know, just kind of being curious and saying, wow, what, you know, what is this? What is this about? So there is a spiritual aspect in that way. To, it's about consciousness, about self-awareness. And, you know, what it, 
is this belief or this part of me that is believing this, is it going to get me what I want? Right, right. Is it going to get me the relationship I want with my kids? Is it going to, you know, get me um, feeling successful in my job? Is it, you know, to really start becoming aware of of um, these beliefs that are culturally ingrained in us? Right. Like, you know, from, you know, m- me sharing that story, it, it, it you know, it, that was ingrained in me very early, which it, there's always a gift, you know, there's always a gift. And then uh, in these parts, but there is also a part of it that stops you right. and blocks you right. from getting what you want. And right. that is what the wave does. When I, you know, you asked. You yeah, know, you we'll mentioned. get into that. Um, but I, I want to go back for a minute because I need to know more of this story. Okay. When you put your mom's dress on and you <laughs> dropped out of school and you went into town and, and decided you were going to look for a job, mm-hmm. what happened then? Um, I found a job and I took care of myself from the time I was 16. Wow. I took care of myself. And what was that job? Um, I was an insurance, I was administrative assistant at an insurance company downtown. Wow. And um, that's a lie about my age. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I'm wondering how you got that job. I lied about my age. Okay. You know, that's part of being, growing up in this rough environment. I learned how to take care of myself and figure it out and, so I learned, I, I lied about my age and acted like I knew wow. all of what I was doing. That's amazing <laughs> to me. That's very gutsy. And, and I, I, I look at you and you're, you're beautiful and you're soft-spoken and you're polite. And yet inside you have this really gutsy attitude. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, if you knew me when I was 16, <laughs> you would not be saying I'm like all calm and sweet. Now, did you, I was me. I was did, like, did you move out of the house at that age? Yes. You did. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, what what happened after, uh, how many years were you there with, in that job? Um, I was in that job for about three years. And then I went on to do different things. And during this time, I've always had, I noticed, I always had this part of me that wanted to improve myself, wanted to be a better person. Um, Where that came from, I don't know. The only thing that that I remember is one specific teacher, because I had no modeling going on. I I didn't have guidance. That's right, no mentors. No mentors. And um, I remember one teacher that connected with me and kind of saw me and uh, I if, if I had to guess I think that was the time that uh, encouraged me to want to be a better you know want to better myself right. and she, she was a huge influence so that was somewhat of a mentor and I hear yeah. that over and over and over again from my guests um, that there's always some one person that says something to them mm-hmm. that helps them with that belief Absolutely. And, and that, that is why I created, you know, the wave and I'll, I'll share a little bit later how that, how the wave was actually born. But, uh, it is about, there's some basic things that we all need as humans. And it's one of them is just to be seen and to be heard and validated. And when we are, uh, we automatically want to step more into that higher vision, you know, that into a high, uh, you know, better ourselves. Right. So talk to me a little bit about um, the time period before um, developing the wave and what your aspirations were leading up to that. Um, As you're a young person and you're trying to figure out what you're going to be when you grow up, Mm -hmm. um, 
was it always in the area of um, coaching and inspiring and influencing? Mm-hmm. Um, no, when I was, when I was younger, I was just in survival mode. I was getting by. I, um, at one point I was a flight attendant. Um, you know, so I was kind of just, you know, I did go back. I did go to school. I was always and then what I did go to school for, um, is psychology. I was kind of drawn to psychology even early on. Okay. I got a BA in psychology. And where did you go to school? Um, I went to community college at first because mm-hmm. remember I said I quit school. Right. And I didn't even get a GED. I just GED. I went in and took my exam to get into a community college. And then I just built my way up as I was in total chaos and wow. barely getting by right. and taking whatever job. Um, and then um, I moved on to just kind of doing random things until I met my husband and we had um, my husband. He's, he was a, he's a physician mm-hmm. and he... Uh, went to treatment for three months. And this is what changed me into, because even as I I was always curious about what people, you know, why people do what they do, that I know, I know I was always curious. As um, am I. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um, always had that draw to figure out why people do what they do. Why do they act the way they do? Right. Uh, Well, when my husband went to treatment, that changed everything for me. And I started my journey um, on personal uh, awareness and empowerment. Okay. When you say your husband went to treatment. Yeah, he, um, he had a, um, drug, uh, prescription drug addiction. And at the time I thought, oh, our life is over. He's going to lose his license. Well, it was the turning point of a new beginning. Wow. It, it completely changed our relationship. I started working on myself. He started working on himself and it, uh, we today have an amazing relationship. And wh- where did it. you two meet? How did you meet him? I was, it was one of my, <laughs> one, one of, of your jobs. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, you'd had a stint as a nurse. <laughs> Close. No. I, I worked in his office. Um, oh, you d- okay. Yeah, I just worked, I was doing um, reservations and, you know, in his office. We met when I was 20. Wow. It's amazing. Okay. So, um, you met your husband and, um, how soon after did you have your beautiful daughter? 10 years. 10 years. Like when, because I was 30 actually more because we married when I was 26 and then we ha- I had my daughter when I was 36. Okay. So I was, I was no kids, no kids, no kids, no kids. And then after, you know, we started on this journey of, um, you know, self-awareness, that's when I decided, oh, I, I, I want one. <laughs> you want one. Yeah. And so um, throughout that time, those, in those 10 years, were you working, continuing to work with your husband? No. In the office? No, no, no. no. I, I, I quit soon after okay. we started um, dating. And that's when I became a flight attendant. And so I kind of, uh, yeah, we, I didn't work long with him. At okay. His office, no. Yeah, that doesn't always work. Real no, well. it was, it was. <laughs> a it little was, too much it was togetherness. Not very it was, no, no, it wasn't helping. Um, okay, well, let's talk about um, how you went into um, your your research, I should say, and mm-hmm. developing this wave, which is basically a, a four step formula. Um, and what type of backing did you have for that? Was there somebody that helped you with that? Any professors or um, additional schooling? Uh, yeah, when I, um, well, you know, I shared that earlier story with you and about being in the driveway and, and, and then I told you when my daughter was born, that was a whole nother 
awareness, you know, level of, okay, I, it's time for me to, um, you know, change this part of me that's on, you know, that thinks I don't need anybody because, you know, she was needing connection. She was needing uh, to be heard and listened to. And I, I didn't have it. I did it. I did. I did. It's, I always say it's hard to give what you didn't get. Yes. Right. And I didn't have that. And so when she came, when she was born, that it, it catapulted me into, um, I'm, I was determined to be a be better a good mother. Yes. I yeah. was determined and I would do whatever it took. And so always being curious about, you know, being interested in psychology, um, I had finished my BA. I decided right then and there, I'm going to go to get my master's in transpersonal um, psychology. Right. Um, I wanted to ask about that. What, what mm-hmm. exactly is transpersonal it's psychology? About, it's about moving outside, find, you know, um, moving outside your personal box of who you think you are. It's about personal growth um, in a whole person way, not just in like traditional psychology um, is more kind of cognitive and uh, thinking just with the mind. Transpersonal is about the whole self, um, looking at your beliefs and your thoughts and your body and, you know, as, as a whole person, your whole, um, so it, uh, it's it's different that way. So I would I researched different spiritual practices from all over the world. Did you do any traveling while you did that? Yeah, yes. I went to California. Okay, um, and and did that, mm-hmm. and it uh, through that experience and that research, I had many mentors there mm-hmm. that helped me understand about um, personal growth and self awareness and um, how these different parts of us. Um, you know, when I say that, I mean, that, that, that helped me in my research really understand how these different parts of us um, become, develop, be, they start to develop, and it stops us, you know, from getting what we want. So I started learning a lot about that, and then using my intuition and using my own personal experience um, to start to better myself and my relationship with my child. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a, big movement of, of a holistic approach mm-hmm. um, throughout the world today, you know, both in medicine and in psychology. And it seems to make so much sense. And um, I, I see this um, movement where the, the medical industry is seeing the value in more of the holistic approach, and they seem to be working more hand in hand. I think it's wonderful. It, it, it really is. It's, um, it's time now for us to move into what I call this a new it's an a partnership paradigm and we were talking about that earlier yes and um you know with with parenting it, it's about looking at kind of rebooting and breaking out of these old belief systems um that were so ingrained in us about you know people like skinner and um uh, freud and um what's his name um I can't think of it right now, but they, they highly influenced how parents think, what we believe. And, you know, it's learning how to break through those beliefs right, and start right. to create new ones. Um, we're going to take a quick break um, and we're going to come back and get more into all of the teachings that you do and the workshops okay. in the wave. OK, great. Want your home to look great for company from out of town, moving to a new place or just want the satisfaction of a clean, healthy home? Whatever your reason, everybody needs to clean. So why not choose the line of cleaning tools that makes your task easier? Quickie is your one-stop cleaning solution with everything you need to get the job done right. Whether you're cleaning one room or the whole house, 
Quickie has the right tool for the job. It doesn't matter if you prefer a more traditional mop and bucket or if you'd like to save time with a new Quickie spray mop. Quickie has everything you need to get the job done. Founded in Philadelphia over 60 years ago, Quickie's commitment to quality and value have helped it grow to the number one cleaning tool in America. It's Quickie and it's clean. Look for Quickie products at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, ShopRite, and other fine retailers near you. What woman out there is not tired of the department store shopping experience? Unkept dressing rooms, no customer service, and never being able to find the right size. This is your answer. Come shop with us. We are best dressed. And we are the most exciting new way to shop the beautiful private label of W by Worth. If you're tired of wearing only 20% of your clothing 80% of the time, wardrobe building is a must. And we can show you how to do that and save money. Best Dressed is a business that offers a luxury brand of clothing that will forever be in your closet and always your favorite thing to wear. For the absolute best customer service, easy purchasing and returns, personal custom fitting, and shopping when it's most convenient for you, please contact Best Dressed at 215-266-5680. And be sure to view the current collection at wbyworth.com. Hey, everybody. We're back in the studio with Kim Griffith, founder of Parent Empowerment. And again, I'm Susan Rocco here with Women to Watch on WWDB AM Talk 860. And uh, just before the break, uh, Kim and I were talking about the whole aspect of uh, a holistic approach to psychology. And I think it's it's real important to Kim um, to help people understand the importance the importance of what happens to us as children as we're growing up um, has in our, our, our life as grown-ups. And um, let's talk a little bit more about that, how you feel that connection is, is so important and that people need to be aware of it and, and kind of look back and see how those experiences um, play a big part in, in how people behave later in life. Okay. Um yeah, because I think we all want to be a better parent, right? We all want to be a better person and a better parent at heart. I mean, down deep. And, you know, understanding that uh, all of our experiences play a role in the environment we create around us, the relationships we attract, the jobs we attract, our kids acting in certain ways, all of that plays a huge role. And, uh, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to go back to the past. I don't want to look at it. It's over. And I bring a new, fresh approach and say, wow, you know, you can look at it with curiosity and, uh, you know, not have to stay in it. And that's what coaching is all about. It's about take, you know, maybe looking at some of those beliefs and rebooting them. You know, uh, my friend uh, and very, you know, has influenced my work greatly is Debbie Ford. She um, wrote The Shadow Effect. Um, with Deepak Chopra and Marianne Williamson. And she uses in a great analogy of a beach ball effect. And she's like, okay, you know, if you hide all your feelings and what's going on and all those, remember the parts of us, and we act like we don't have them because we're in such a culture, right, of um, approval and, uh, you know, approving mode and, you know, putting our best mask on to you know, get connected with and get, right, right. right? And the imposter, they call that. Totally. Right. Yes. And it's, it's, uh, 
I love her analogy. She's like, it's the beach ball. If you, you know, you try to shove the beach ball down, all these hidden feelings and these different beliefs, and, you know, you try to just hold them down, and you can't because you can't hold a beach ball down. It's going to pop up and slam you right in the face. And that, that is exactly what happens. And when, when in parenting, it's the same thing. It's, it's um, you know, when we have our kids, all of a sudden, all of these beliefs and, the, you know, the way we've been influenced through our culture, it comes right it up comes into our back. face. Right, right. And it, it is a huge opportunity for growth if we look at it that way. And it always amazes me that so many people, uh, they'll spend tons of money on uh, business and um, better, you know, learning business and to make money. And so we miss the boat on how important it is to leave a legacy with our kids and uh, create, to be able to empower them and model uh, this confident, connected, compassionate way of being with them to give them skills and tools that they can take on and affect their own, you know, with the, build their relationships with their community and their world. Right, right. I think it's so key what you're saying that it, first you have to pay attention to yourself and want to better yourself. Mm-hmm. All of the other things will fall into place, yes. right? If you have healthy relationships and you have a very healthy um love of who you are, Mm -hmm. then everything you do throughout your day is going to be that much better and the success will come. Absolutely. I mean, we are so um, ingrained in thinking that we have to try to force somebody else to change or even our kids to change. And I I bring this whole new approach of, you know, the power lies within us. Mm -hmm. And and if we can look at these different beliefs and these things that are running us and, and getting us you know, that's causing the power struggles, that's causing the, the, you know, your relationship with your husband to be strained and challenged. When we, when we learn to look at them in a new light with curiosity, it brings, it, get, it we actually have the power to change. It, you know, we have choice. And so the power lies within us. And, and so it's, it's, if, if I could leave one thing to, you know, parents and people is to say, wow, really you have the power. And, and it's all about learning empowerment, learning what, you know, taking responsibility for your thoughts, feelings, and actions and looking at them. And uh, when we do that, we immediately things start changing around us. Right. That's very true. For the listeners, um, if, if somebody's have this is very common, you know, it's kind of cliche to say, believe in yourself, right? <laughs> it, it's a harder thing to actually do it. Because very often we're looking at everyone else around us and thinking they're all doing it better, right? So if you could give some advice on how to actually get to that belief, what would you say? Uh, That's a great question because that is what I do with the wave. The wave teaches us how to truly love ourselves and look at the different parts of us that um, it's not so pretty, um, right, because you know? there's no perfection. Right, right, and you know it's not holding the beach ball down anymore. You know, Brene Brown, uh, she is uh, she does a huge TED talk. She's a researcher who researched um, what it takes to be wholehearted and happy and resilient, and it's all about vulnerability and connection. And she is uh, so I encourage anybody to go watch that TED talk because she is is what, really what's amazing. her name again? Is it- Brene, B-R-E-N-E, Brown. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and uh, it, she's revolutionizing parenting 
And even though she's not a parenting person, she's revolutionizing this ability for us to be vulnerable more with each other, to, you know, be more in partnership and allow these different parts of us to be seen and heard. And that is what the wave does. It's about um, creating, uh, about witnessing, um, which is the W, stepping outside and looking with curiosity, uh, getting out of that emotional reaction that we get into and you know, watching with curiosity and breaking out of that cycle of autopilot reactive mode. Right. And right. Let, why don't we get right to yeah. the breakdown of what the wave is? We're, we're okay, using okay. that word a lot. And I'm sure mm-hmm. the listeners, well, what exactly is the wave? So okay. let's talk about the four steps and the first one being witness. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. To step outside your emotional reactions. You know, we have, I know you all know what I, the listeners, I know you're, you're know what I'm talking about. It's like in the morning and I'll use kids as an example. Yes, let's use examples. It, you have the, and this was me. I, I had the best intention to be calm and confident and connected. And by breakfast, I'm already mad, Fried. yelling, almost <laughs> crying and going time out. You know, right, I mean, right, I am right. just like, and I'm like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. And it, it's because, um, you know, here's an example. She's she doesn't want to brush her teeth. She's not listening to me, and I immediately go have a thought. She's not listening to me. She doesn't respect me, and that, I immediately create that belief. Well, what happens? I mean, I'm all, I go right into reactive mode, and I call it. You know, it's like the lower part of our brain where we go into survival mode, and so we start. I start reacting. Right. And um, instead of being able to take a deep breath, and that's what witnessing does. Is like. Watching yourself. Wow, I am yelling. What is that? You know, take a deep breath. Interrupt this pattern of reactive mode. So step outside. And it takes practice, but to really step outside and watch and with curiosity what's going on. Watch and without the emotion, right? Right. You can even witness your emotion, right? That's the goal. So when you say, are you talking about witnessing yourself as opposed to witnessing the situation? Both. Both. Like witnessing um, you witness your own thoughts, feelings, and actions from what I call a higher place, like your higher self. And you're watching yourself. Have you ever, like, for example, wow, you know, the part of you that says, wow, did I just say that? Did I really just say that? Right. That's, you're watching, right? You're witnessing right. what, what you're saying. So to, to be able to do that helps you break out of that reactive autopilot Right. Survival mode reaction. Right. Okay. That's great. How, okay. And then the second part of the wave is accept. Mm-hmm. And, and real quick, also with the witnessing, is you're watching your child, too. You learn to watch them for, through curiosity instead of just automatically labeling or, you know, you're a brat or you're this or, mm-hmm. you know. So you start, you do both. You witness yourself and your child. Okay. And acceptance, same thing. Like, remember I said it teaches you how to love yourself? Mm-hmm. On a very deep level, it is. It's about learning to accept the different parts of you that um, maybe you don't like so much, and and accepting them fully, even if you don't like them, even if it needs, you know, something needs to change. Same with your kids. Learning to really accept the different parts of them and who they really are. Giving choice, really accepting them without the labeling and the judging and the judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the judgment. That's huge. It's huge. Huge. Um. Okay, this is my favorite. Validation. Yes. Validation is the third part. I just I think validating when it comes to children is such a powerful thing to do. 
um, because it changes their their reaction, right? When when they feel that you're just mm-hmm. validate, and I, I have to say, I think a lot of times um, when we talk about this, there's parents, old time parents, old fashioned parents who think that a lot of what we're talking about is just kind of you know, silly and kids should listen and that should be it. There shouldn't be any validating or asking of choices and, and all that, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> right. But it works and it's not it's not allowing them to misbehave at all. It's not about that. So no. let's talk about validating and, and why, you know, it's not kind of, when we talk about empowering children, it's not giving them the power over us. Absolutely. It's completely the opposite. Empowerment, you know, means that, yes, you give choice. Yes, you listen Yes, you let them have a voice. It doesn't mean that you give your power over. No. Right? It's a win-win. It's, it's learning how to, uh, you know, that's what empowerment, like as a parent, that's what I help parents do. You feel empowered yourself. And when you, when you feel that way, you're able to listen more to your child, validate them, like we said. Let them express without destruction, right? You, um, it's not about permissive parenting. It's about finding the win-win. And so when you let them express, they feel heard. And when they feel heard, that's true validation. I mean, validation is about, I hear you, I see you. It doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. It just means I hear you and I see you. And for example, um, I'll give you a great example of validation is, you know, I really want the candy bar. I really want the candy bar. You know what? I know you want the candy bar and you have to mean it, right? I mean, if you're triggered, it's hard to do that. But just I know you want the candy bar and we're going to eat dinner right now and you can have it another time. Right. Simple. But really feeling heard and validated just takes, remember we were talking about that earlier, Susan, just, it just takes the power struggle out immediately. Takes the emotion out, Mm -hmm. right? I understand what, I think what it says to the child is, oh, I I matter. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. I matter. Because when you feel that as a child, um, that combativeness just kind of goes away, Right. It really it it immediately does. It's yeah. like an, a miracle ingredient that yeah, right. that that and, and you know here's the thing. Par- we now are starting to know this. There's plenty of books out there that are talking about the power of connection and how important it is for it to be heard and see. But if you did not get that as a as a child, it is hard to give it. So right. you, that's why with the approach I have with um, parent empowerment, I help the parent feel you know, find that self, sense of self, sense of confidence, sense of um, connected with themselves, with their priorities and their values. Because when they feel that, their child automatically respects them, hears them. Uh, it changes the whole energy of, of the relationship. Right. And every moment and, you know, all of the, the things that are to come. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And the last part of the wave is empowerment, mm-hmm. which which comes from doing these other three steps. Um Witness first, accept, validate, and all of this happens and can happen, you know, right in a, in a moment, in a moment, in a second. It it can happen so fast, right? I mean, you're 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 witnessing, accepting, validating, and empowering yourself and your child at the same time. Right. And when you practice it and get, you know, it, it just starts becoming a way of being. Right. And um, the empowerment phase is about being clear. What is important? What is it that I'm wanting? You know, it's about choice. It's about holding a higher vision. It's about using conscious language and believing in yourself and your ability. Even when you're off track, I kind of, I use, well, I have a client who uses an analogy 
of uh, kind of, you know, Kim, I, the wave has helped me. It's like it rem- reminds me of going out to sea and you're on rough waters and you're trying, you're navigating and everything's calm for a while and you're on track and you kind of know what you're wanting and you feel good. And then all of a sudden the storm comes and right. there's all these waves and right. you're, you're off track and you're in chaos. But how do you stay calm and centered in the middle of chaos? Right. 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 And, and that is that is what the wave gives you the ability to do. It, it gives you the ability to stay confident and clear and feel that feeling of empowerment. And when you are off track, I mean, there are challenges. You, it helps you get right back on track so you can reconnect with your kids and in that calm, confident, clear way. And you, so you empower yourself, but you empower your child. You right. give them choice. You believe in their ability to find solutions for themselves, even at a young age. Right, right. And, and, and it builds this intrinsic motivation and uh, discipline is what we're all wanting, right? We want our kids to have that self-motivation and discipline. Yeah. And this is the, you know, this is the approach that that really allows that to foster. And it's a simple approach. And I can see where it would carry you. It's not just something that you would use as a parent with your children. I think as adults, you can have that in your mind as you go throughout your day. It, it's going to, because as you said, it, this is something we can control. Our thoughts, our emotions, our reactions. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that hit us every day that are completely out of our control. And if you feel that sense of, I can handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine it's it's really beneficial in the workplace. Oh, I mean, I, I coach people from all over the world doing in business. Um, I mean, I, I my great love is all is parenting, but I co- the wave is used in business and per- empowered partnership relationship, mm-hmm. and that is it, it, it. Absolutely, it gets you from where you want to be to where you are to where you want to be. Right. In anything. Right. We're going to take another short break, and when we come back, I'd love to hear um, maybe one of your success stories with one of your clients. Oh, great. At Bluebell Physical Therapy, our goal is to get you back in the game, back to work, and back to your normal way of life. Our highly respected team provides preventative and rehabilitation services from everyday physical and occupational therapy to post-operative rehab of your knees, shoulders, or spine. Bluebell Physical Therapy focuses on achieving each patient's maximum level of recovery. Bluebell Physical Therapy, the treatment you need from the therapist you trust. Do you know Saltz Matkov? Would you like a legal team with over 100 years of experience working for you to defend litigation in the areas of business and contract disputes, employment, transportation and aviation, products and premises liability, intellectual property and construction? We are Saltz Matkov and we can help. From Wall Street to Main Street, we represent Fortune 500 companies and small businesses alike, achieving successful results inside and outside of the courtroom. For a free consultation, contact us at 484-318-7225 or visit us on the web at saltsmatkov.com. That's S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-T-K-O-V.com. Large firm expertise for a fraction of the cost and with all of the personal attention you need. Serving Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. Call 484-318-7225 or go to saltsmatkov.com. Hey, 
everyone. We're back in the studio with Kim Griffith, who is founder of Parent Empowerment and creator of The Wave, which is uh, really a wonderful technique that can be used um, specifically for parents with their children, but also across the board in all areas of our lives. I think it's a really great um, formula to just help us deal with with things on a day-to-day basis. Um, I was wondering if you could tell us um, one of your success stories. I'd love to hear about a client that perhaps came to you, was struggling in a certain area, and uh, picked up this technique and, and is now, you know, successful in that area. Okay, great. Um, I have a client who... Um she, her kids were constantly, she had a boy and a girl and they were fighting, fighting, fighting. And it was just nonstop. Um, you know, some fighting's normal, right? But this was over the top and talk about triggering her. It was triggering her. It was, she was yelling. Um, it was constant strain on their relationship. And within one session of, um, working with me and, and me coaching her with the wave process, she got to a place where uh, she was able to calm and confidently um, work with them and communicate with them instead of being that reactive parent because, you know, it was, it was triggering her. It was reminding her of her. Something that happened and, when she was a exactly. child. Exactly. Yes. I mean, let's all just face it. That's always that, what's going on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> let's just call it what it, it is. It is. That's right. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Like, that is what's happening. It's always triggering. If you're in, if you're triggered, you know it's usually something There's, in your past right. that it, has, it needs attention and yes. needs to be looked at. Right. And so it was reminding her definitely of being beat up by her brother. Oh. And so she's watching her kids, right? And so we 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 looked at that quickly, um, helped her uh, integrate that experience and work through it. And she was able to calm, confidently, confidently walk over, communicate with them. It changed the whole energy. No more power struggles. I mean, they now they don't. Even if they do fight, it is no big deal to her. She just kind of re you know, guides them, redirects and moves on. Without the emotion. Without the emotion. And yeah. that's what we're looking for. Right. You know, we're, we're not trying to turn off our emotion, right? We're trying to just be with our emotion and, and transform that emotion into a higher place so we can be confident and clear to, because that's and, and laid back lighthearted more especially yes. with our kids because they're going to fight they're going <laughs> to fight they're going to fight every day exactly so if it freaks you out that's it, not going to be good life you're going to have yeah it's going to be majorly stressful right and exactly so how do we become more lighthearted you know and, and that so anyway she was able to do that and then within and the beauty beauty of this is she's a performer she is a, she plays the violin and so she was always getting in total fear of getting on stage but she would always work through it and perform and she was so tired of being in fear and this is an example with the wave she was able to immediately get back you know go on stage without that fear embrace the fear and and just transform that and she now performs in a much higher higher way a higher level. Mm-hmm. That's not wonderful. with their kid, not just with her kids, but that's in, right. In that's her career. right. How about a work situation? Um, any uh, small businesses or, or people that have come to you to try to help manage the coworkers' um, relationships? Oh, definitely. I have a client who uh, she loves her job. You know, she she loved her job, but she was in constant turmoil with a coworker, and it was it was she was going to quit. And she had flexibility, great money. I mean, she loved it. And just over this one incident with this person, she was going to quit all of that. Who was probably causing a trigger for her, right? She was triggered, and it was all about um, being controlled as a child. Okay. And it reminded her of her mother being controlled. 
and you know, but you, we don't see that, right? No. I mean, we just don't. We don't see that. We we just think it's the other person, right? Immediately, right. you and, don't see the connection. Exactly. Yes. And so I, um, within uh, just one or two coaching sessions, she genuinely got to a cl- clarity, confident place. Um, where that trigger wasn't happening I- anymore in the office. And now they have a great relationship and she is in her job and loves it and is thriving right. in her business. So I would imagine then you're, the very first step for you with a client, whether it's a parent or um, a worker, um, is to first, you need them to open up to you and tell to figure out what the triggers are. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And how do you get people to do that? It's, sometimes it's an area that they really don't want to talk about. Yeah, you got to be ready. You know, um, I mean, I'm clear that that usually the people who work with me are ready to look at uh, what is triggering them, you know, and because it is the answer. It is the answer. I mean, we can we can there are 10. There are so many books out there that tell you what to do. Um, most of my clients say I've tried them all and they're not working. And and it's because if you're triggered, that technique won't work as great as the technique is. It won't work. It won't work with your relationship, with your husband and your, with your coworker or your child. Right. Right. And so, you know, when you're, when people are ready and I help them by, by, uh, you know, creating a, a safe place to be ready. Right. And, uh, so, and then I help them by just the questions I ask. You know, because in coaching, I, I believe you actually know what's good for you. And I just ask great questions. And so I ask them great questions to help them be get right to it. What is triggering them? Right. And that, uh, I would imagine you make people feel very comfortable. I yes. mean, I can I can <laughs> feel that from you here today. Um, let's talk about specifically what it is you do with clients as far as your workshops and some of the speaking that I understand you um, have given several speeches on the e-women's network which i think is fantastic mm-hmm. um why don't you tell us how that came to be um that kind of fell in my lap um e-women network is an amazing um ne- uh, organization that helps women entrepreneurs build their business mm-hmm. and uh they were looking for some premier they were looking for a premier coach and they didn't have a parenting coach because and then they found me and asked me to be a premier coach, which was an amazing experience for me because it helped me learn what I needed to learn as a mom, balancing um, being a mom and being successful in my business. So I actually coached um, women at these big conferences in Dallas that they hold on how to do that, how to do just that. And it's, it's um, it, that was an, a very I, I did that for like three years, mm-hmm. and it was an amazing experience for and me. I would imagine that. you felt validated by them asking you to speak, right? Yes, yes. That what you're absolutely. doing really has some value. Yes, and it brought so many. It, it, it helped them. It helped the, these women entrepreneurs believe that they can do both. I can be a great mom, and I can be successful in my business. And I think as women, that is such a gift to find that balance. And, you know, I have so many smart, amazing clients, women clients, especially at eWomen, uh, that came to me and they, they can do business really well, but then right. they might be challenged in, in connecting and setting limits that um, make sense and, you know, being able to be calm and confident and clear with their kids and, and, and they struggle. So I help them find both. Right, right. And that, that is such a gift because I think that's where we're moving. I mean, more and more women want to work and you know, want to feel passionate about what they're, what they're doing. Um, 
And so how do you do both and be successful in both? Right. And, you know, we were talking earlier about the fact that when you when you are a woman that works outside of the home and you have children, what you're doing, if all is well, if all is healthy, um, is a great example for your children. You know, there's a lot of debate about whether women should be working outside the home. And I think Mm -hmm. especially if you have daughters. Right. And you're someone and you're out and you're doing something that you're passionate about and you enjoy. She's watching that. And that's a great example for her. Absolutely. And, you know, when we talk about empowerment, right, um, she sees me absolutely doing what I love. And I allow the same space for her, you know, and I let she's not like me. I'm a big tennis player. I'm, you know, I she's not. She's a horseback rider. And I give her the space and freedom to be passionate about what she is passionate about. Right. And not right. not project onto her. Right. You know, not try to make her be you. Yeah. Yep. And so but this balancing act, I allow her to come into my world and work is when I can. I find the yes and having her be part of it. So she actually feels a part of it. So it's not mom. Mom's working. I'm over here. Yeah. You know, right. so That's when I can, great- I bring her. Yeah, let her see it. That's another opportunity for her to explore what she's going to do, perhaps Mm -hmm. when she gets gets older. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I I think and it it empowers her to uh, be able to like I have her speak, you know, sometimes in my classes. And, you know, she she, it's it's hugely um, empowering for her. She she feels like she has a voice and she has she's part of what mom is doing. Yeah. You know, we use that word empower a lot. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about exactly what that is. So glad you asked me that. Um, empowerment is about taking responsibility. And I, I said this a few times um, uh, uh, with your thoughts, feelings, beliefs and actions and not blaming other people, just taking responsibility. Be curious about what what you are, um, how you're showing up, and how that is affecting your world. And it's about knowing your priorities and your values and being a person and parenting from a place of personal choice and, and not being so influenced culturally or by your parents or other people and you know kids of all things they help us be able to get into that place more you know be get into that personal sense of power right right it's a confidence really it is right yes and a and a self-esteem which we talk a lot about um on this show that there's a big difference between confidence and self-esteem i think there's a lot of women in particular out and about in the world that do have confidence and they can go out and do some great things but inside Mm -hmm. there's a there's self-doubt. I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, I have so many clients that are extremely successful externally. They have money, they're, you know, they have power, they, you know, they have all of this, but they're come to me, they're exhausted. The part, Remember, we were talking about these parts. These parts are like, they're exhausted because they're keeping up this whole... A charade sometimes, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes, right? Yes, and, yes. We, and I know, you know, it gets us places, but it gets exhausting. Yes. So, you know, to let go of that and, <clears throat> right. and just be more authentic and and our personal power yeah um let's talk about now you're you're from dallas yeah and so um many of my listeners are from the philadelphia area but um if they were wanting your services do you travel anywhere how could they um get in touch with you and and have you come and help them yeah i coach people all over the world on the phone and if people want to see me we can do skype um I have clients in Dubai, even. And, you do? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
How did you get that client? She found me on um, through my website. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah, and 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 you know you can actually create a a, a deep connection on the phone, and uh, sometimes it's even it can be even easier. So um, because it, you take away that it. Uh, that judgment thing that goes on when, sometimes when you're face-to-face. So I coach people on the phone, and uh, I do teleclasses. I coach one-on-one. I do teleclasses. Mm-hmm. Um, so people all over can come, you know, get get this information and get support in this way. And the telecasts, are they on your website, or is mm-hmm. there a schedule that shows? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking um, this morning, knowing I was going to do this interview with you, and I thought, you know what? Whoever is listening and you feel encouraged to take action to work with me and, you know, be the parent you want to be and change, you know, work through these power struggles and feel more confident and connected, you you can call, you just send me an email. You can literally call Kim at parentempowermentcoach.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to my website, um, www.parentempowermentcoach.com. And you know, if you'll just shoot me an email and say, I listen to you um, on Women to Watch and uh, I, I really want to work with you, then the first 10 callers, I'll, I'll give $500 off of whatever. You know, I'll just, I'll, I will give a great oh, discount. That's so generous. Because I, I, my mission really is to uh, help parents feel more empowered, which takes me to one last thing. Yes. Which is um, my business partner and I just, we created a nonprofit called IBME. Yes. dot org, and it, it is to help reach the masses. Um, so to empower kids early on in the educational system, we're leading the revol- uh, we're leading the empowerment education revolution. That's, and that's having awesome. kids be the voice of change. So yeah, I wanted yeah. to throw that out. That's there. great. No, that's great because wonderful things happen when you give uh, children a voice. Right. Sometimes they're the smartest of all. I know, and that see, so many people are out there trying to, you know, change education. Yes, and we ha- we are creating a, an approach where kids, parents, and um, teachers are going to are, are the voice of yeah. change, I and they have that. great ideas. I bet, and bring bring them together in these huge symposiums and have them be part of the change. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, well, before we're just about at the end of the show, and it went quick as it always it does. We're um, almost out of time. Give your website one last time, okay, for our listeners. It's um, www.parentempowermentcoach.com. Parentempowermentcoach.com. Okay. Thank you so much, Kim, for being here today. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm so grateful that you took an extra day to be with us here on Women to Watch. Thank you, Susan. And I love what you're doing. You're really inspiring women to be empowered. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Well, that's it, everyone, for this week's Women to Watch here on WWDB. AM Talk 860, and I'm thrilled to be here for my first show in, in my new location with my wonderful board operator, Kathy, who's going to be with me every week. Um, if you have any questions for me, feel free to give me a call at 215-313-5561 or send an email to srocco233 at gmail. Thanks, everyone, and have a great week.